The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Well, Innovate Edmonton has a new CEO. Catherine Warren is described as a media tech investment and entrepreneurial powerhouse. And she has taken the helm of the organization that looks to grow the city's innovation economy and put the city on the global stage. So what does all of that mean? Let's find out as we welcome Catherine Warren to 630 Chad. Hey, Catherine. Hello. It is uh, so great to talk with you. And I just have to say, reading through your bio... Um, if I if I was to tell everybody right now, it would take me 10 minutes, but it's in, you've had an absolutely incredibly impressive uh, career uh, from the start where you're the CEO of a very successful broadcast software company. You have a degree in physics with a focus on climate change, a master's degree from the Columbia School of Journalism in New York. You've lived all over the world. I keep wondering to myself now, what the hell have I been doing with my time? And you come to this job from Vancouver. Um, first off, I'm so excited to be here. It's just a great time to be joining Edmonton's innovation community. So, you know what? You were the CEO of the Vancouver Economic Commission. I think that's what it was. Why have you, out of all of these places, you've lived all over the world, all of these really cool jobs. Why Edmonton, Catherine? Well, um, I'm so happy about Edmonton. <laughs> I've been given the classic Edmonton welcome beyond even my wildest expectations. But I'll, I'll tell you, um, you know, I was conducting an international job search and I really was looking for um, the right fit and the right community. And, and Edmonton kind of spoke to me Um you know, you mentioned a bit about my background, which has hmm. been um, in community building, both real world and virtual, um, in business entrepreneurship and in funding. And this um, opportunity, this role, uh, really combines all of these things, which are the cornerstones of my work, but ultimately has a higher purpose. And so um, I'm, I'm very happy to be taking the lead of Innovate Edmonton. So when you look at Vancouver and Edmonton, I would say that many would suggest that they are very, very different cities and they approach, um, the, the folks that live there probably approach, in, in both, both cities approach life in, in different ways and maybe a different mindset. Do you see it that way or do you see similarities from where you stand that maybe most don't see or, or are you just happy to be coming in here and it's kind of like a bit of a blank slate for you well maybe a bit of both i mean i i do think of uh you know we're we have the west in common like the canadian west and you know our heritage as a resource economy and then moving more towards the knowledge economy um i've also lived in some other kind of cool cities i've lived in portland i've lived in austin and i think of edmonton maybe more analogous to those cities but i will uh, prepare to be delighted and surprised <laughs> there are many who will understand what we mean when we talk about uh, innovate and the innovation economy but for those who maybe don't have a full grasp on it or maybe it's maybe the first time they've ever heard that term how do you define it Catherine? how, how would you explain it to people so they can understand it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, well, innovation in and of itself could probably um, 
best be defined as creating or recombining to make something new that delivers value to the world. So um, uh, maybe drones that deliver medicines or off-the-grid portable generators for movie sets um, or impact businesses that deliver new kinds of returns to investors um, that value um, people and planet as well as profit. So uh, for me, the innovation economy combines um, uh, both the new sectors like high tech, um, life sciences, and um, some of the more traditional economic sectors that have innovation within like transportation, for example. Mm-hmm. So um, really, you know, my, my vision would be if, if we're successful and looking back in a few years that um, Edmontonians all see themselves as part of the innovation economy and have a better grasp of what innovation is that um, perhaps it's even taught um, in the schools and it's a way of thinking and being not just uh, hived off or something that's part of like the glamorous tech sector. You bring up so many points there that I want to, to dive into a, a little bit more. Um, when, when you look at, at Edmonton right now, Catherine, how do you think that the city is doing on this front? I mean, I look at at, at, at um, the AI area. It, that's just the, the work that's being done here in, in Edmonton is absolutely phenomenal. We talk to people. And I'm like, how did you even think of that? I mean, it's mind boggling to me, some of the work that is being done here. Um, how, how, how would you How would you grade Edmonton right now when it comes to innovation and the innovation economy and and where do you see growth happening where do you see that we can really um dig in and make some real gains Mm -hmm. well edmonton is really right place right time so you know if we think that the world is at a crossroads um and edmonton's innovators are in the sweet spot um we have things like health tech and life sciences as real bench strengths in Edmonton. And these will benefit pandemic response, for example. Mm -hmm. Um, AI, clean energy, and green tech can help tackle the climate emergency uh, and make us more resilient, not just, of course, in Edmonton, but Mm -hmm. um, internationally. And this is an opportunity for, um, you know, global market development for local businesses. And then social justice advances will be shaped through things like indigenous reconciliation, um, gender equality, diversity and inclusion, where Edmonton continues to really make progress. So I would say that Edmonton is a forward-looking city and a city that investors are going to look to invest their money in to see real-world returns that have kind of a legacy potential. 
When we talk about disruption, and I think out of disruption comes innovation oftentimes, and certainly uh, the pandemic has been um, an incredible disruptor, and I think a lot of the industry officials that I've talked to over the past nine or ten months um, have, as a result, they're looking at different ways of doing things, they're looking at different ways of dealing with clients, all of these things, and and I think... I think it's going to be really fascinating to see what comes out of, you know, this year, year and a half as we move forward and, and maybe prepare us for the next something. But I, I, I'm just, I, I can't wait to see what these minds come up with out of what we've just experienced or what we are experiencing. I, I so agree with you. And you know, I recognize that everybody has been hit by the pandemic. This has been a tough, tough time, and we're still in the thick of it. I'm conscious that the innovation community is under tremendous pressure, both to conduct business, but also to respond to these urgent global needs or to pivot. Um, I also think workplaces have changed, and that might um, be be a change in perpetuity. So, uh, you know, people who weren't used to working virtually now are. Um, uh, people who weren't uh, necessarily homeschooling parents now are, <laughs> and and so um, a lot of this blurred line between um, work and life could also be potential for innovation to emerge, could also have that potential. Because as you mentioned, you know, innovation kind of happens at, at the margins or when uh, things intersect. And right now we're in the middle of all of these intersections. You know, it's it's fascinating. I look at, uh, at your resume and I think, you know, I look at all the different areas that uh, you have um, had your fingers in over the years. And I look back at my career and I mean, I went to high school and I decided, no, I was going to go into broadcasting. And 30 years later, I'm still in broadcasting. And, and, and never doing at any very time. well. Well, thank you very much. But you know what, Catherine, at, at really kind of no time did I think to myself, oh, well, I'm going to go try this. I'm going to go try this. Whereas my son, um, it, it's been fascinating to watch him because he's like, nope, I'm going to go to Japan and I'm going to work in digital marketing in Japan. Worked over there and then came back to Canada and, and was working here. And he's got all these side He's got things that he does right from his house, but working all over the world. And I'm absolutely, uh, you know, gobsmacked by it uh, all the time. And I think that there is a, a difference maybe in, you know, the last, you know, few 20, 30 somethings when it comes to looking at work and what they want to do next. If they want to take a chance on something, they seem to be saying, okay, hell yeah, I'm going to do it. They're not going to let anything hold them back. They will take a chance. And and that to me is exciting. And I, I mean, I'm not in the business, but it, just talking about it makes me excited. So for you being the CEO of Innovate Edmonton, that really has to light a fire in your belly. It really does, and I'm so happy to hear this story about your son who's really innovating his own career, right? He's, mm-hmm. he's uh, not someone who, you know, was told that he uh, had kind of one choice in life. Nope. He's created his own opportunities, and um, 
you know, at a macro level, I hope that I can be part of this innovation community um, charge leading, leading the way to, um, you know, have businesses leapfrog like that and startups emerge like that and, um, you know, young people graduates, for example, from University of Alberta, um, think, think about, um, you know, intersecting in new ways, creating new roles for themselves, um, working virtually at home or abroad, um, and, and then bringing some really great jobs to Edmonton as a result. So, um, you know, because ultimately that's, that's going to be part of, of what we want to see when we come out of the other end of the pandemic. Catherine, do you think we need to do a better job when kids are younger to let them know that it's okay to do that, um, that it's okay that you just don't have to do one thing for the rest of your life, that you can you can do whatever it is that you, that you want if you want to jump around a, a little bit? I do. I think that's an incredibly important message. Um, it's also a message that millennials tell their employers all the time (laughs) so um you know those of us who have um workforces of different ages and stages um often find that the younger team members are constantly pushing the boundaries of their job descriptions or their advancement um or secondments or um, you know, other, other nimble ways of working. And so I think if we communicate that to, to young people that, you know, this is, work is going to be a part of your life, make it your own, um, they'll get really excited and inspired and it will help them when they're going through the tough times, job hunting and what have you. Catherine, before I let you go, how do we also communicate that to the 40-something, the 50-something as well? Maybe they're out of a job now because of the way that the economy is. Maybe they've always had a dream of of doing something different. How do we we bridge that gap between kind of the tradition, the traditional, and and the new tech, you know, and and, and innovation, I guess, is, is the right word? That is absolutely critical, and it is a particular passion of mine. I um, very much believe in what's called the just transition, where no opportunity is left unchecked, where no worker is left behind, where the, where the opportunity exists to uh, reskill and retrain, um, to move from, um, you know, let's say, older ways of working to more digital ways of working and and this is part of the innovation economy you can't have um you know a two-tier society or a two-tier system you can't have people who don't have access to high-speed connectivity and expect to have um you know goodwill and a high-functioning society so so all of all of this innovation has to um, cross, uh, uh, you know, different demographics, different psychographics, different types of workplaces, in order for it to lift up the whole city. And so that's very much what I hope 
um, Innovate Edmonton can um, lead and participate in with the help of this very robust innovation community that already exists. Well, Catherine, uh, I think this is day three on the job for you. I want to thank you for making time for us. I'm sure you've got a lot on the go. I look forward to uh, the day when we get to meet in person and welcome you to this great city of ours um, in person. Thank you for making time for us this afternoon. I look forward to speaking with you again. Thank you so much.